morning, good afternoon, happy Tuesday to you if you're listening to this on Tuesday, which normally drops. This is the No Mongo Podcast. My name's Rick Beta, and I, I've got a couple bones to pick today. One to uh, the primitive team. Not cool about releasing that whole entire video. Was it yesterday? So I'm recording on Monday. And right before I fired up the mic, you know, I go through my. We're all addicted to these phones, right? So I go to social media. I check all this and this, and check the Thrasher app. And what do I see? Milton Martinez's demolition uh, clip. I, <laughs> I, my hands are in the air right now. I'm like, should I just scrap this entire episode, everything I'm about to talk about, and just talk about those two topics? No, no, no. All I got to say is I'm so tempted to watch it right now. And did you watch the Encore video yet? That was good as well. And I wasn't prepared, honestly. I was not prepared for both of those to drop. I had an outline of kind of what I want to talk about today, and I was just throwing curveballs left and right. And to have that Milton Martinez footage drop today, it's so tempting. I'm, I'm looking at my phone right now. It's right there. I can watch it right now. But what I'm going to do, I'm going to carry on with my original show, original episode, next week. <clears throat> <sighs> Is going to be Milton Martinez's reaction, and probably the rest of the encore. Um, I got it's like I said, this is a, an interesting episode, a first ever on the No Manga podcast. Where I was throwing curveballs back to back consecutive days. You know, the universe is conspiring something, and I know we've all been waiting for it. But man, I didn't expect it to happen right before I turn on the mic. Why couldn't it have been like an hour from now? <laughs> anyways, anyway, so back to the show. We are on episode thirty nine. Time flies by, guys. 39. So thanks for you know following along. It's been, what, roughly about 39 weeks. I think I my initial launch had like three episodes. But nonetheless, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. You can follow along on social media, at Rick Beta. That's R-I-C-K-B-A-T-A on Twitter, on Instagram. Or also email the show, nomongopodcast at gmail.com. Let's get started. I think, uh, I think we're good. You know, I wanted to start off. This is my all my original plan all along. I'm, I'm sticking to the to the agenda here, you guys. But I wanted to start off talking about a recent event that went down in Vancouver, Canada. So our, our neighbor up north. Well, I guess if you're living in the U.S., it's it's your our neighbor. But to those any of my listeners outside of the U.S., but Canada. So you get my point. But it was called All Aboard, and it was organized by the Skateboard Coalition in Granville Island. And what's cool is that this event, it was a two-day event, and it had skateboarding, obviously, free lessons, which is really cool. But the intention of it all was, you know, bringing skateboarders together. That's why I want to talk about it. Anytime I hear that sentence or that phrase, I'm all about it. You know, I'm all about the community. You know, skateboarders, we have one of the most special, and I almost sound like a C-Rob there, but special um communities out there i mean we seriously do it's it's unless you're in it unless you know and and you have experienced you just it's hard to explain so just know that so if your kids are starting to skate or you know you're starting to skate it's all open arms you know it's it's very rare to have such a great community so yeah so i want to start off with that but um also did anyone go to this that's what i wanted to ask too did anyone go to this 
to up in Canada or if you traveled. It's see, I mean, it really does seem like a cool and positive event for all. And of course, I mean, it's great for skateboarding too. But I'll put this in the show notes. But here's it was listed on Vancouver Skateboard Coalition.ca. So that was the website that was that I got a lot of this info from. Like I said, I'll put it in the show notes on nomongo.com as well. But this was taken directly from their site. All aboard will bring together diverse community groups within Vancouver, including all women's skateboard organizations, adult beginner skateboarders, children groups, and LGBTQ skateboarding community. Awesome. Bravo. Very, very cool. And this is, you know, this is a small little pocket, a little slice of the pie, you know. Never been to Vancouver, Canada. My wife has, but... I plan to make it up there one day, but it's so cool to see that they have this event going on. And they also had a panel discussion called Skateboarding with Intent to Change, or they actually use the SWITCH acronym, which, you know, I get it. I like it. You know, they're probably talking about Tiago. What? But but basically, that's supposedly, you know, brought attention on the impact of education, mental health, and social awareness. And those those are three key topics that they're always been hot topics for me, but they're major hot topics right now, not just in skateboarding, all around the world in all aspects. Those three things, education, mental health, and social awareness. I'm all for it. You know, and if you would ask me about that maybe when I was 25, I'd be like, hey, yeah, whatever. But I'm older now. You know, I got kids. I mean, I see, I see the impact that, the positive impact that skateboarding has, right? So it's so cool to hear that. But here are the list of some events that I wanted to talk about. This is cool. And think about this. I'm sure there are others that are similar, but these events they had, one was called The Art of Grip Tape. You know, and I've been a little adventurous as of late. Actually, not really. When I do my grip, I usually do, I cut out, I would say three-quarter, I'll have to take a picture of it, but I just cut a, I have a line. You know, my my marker is a line at the bottom, of towards the bottom of the board, not the top. I've always just done that. Oh, maybe I'll mix it up one day, or just, just do straight. I don't mess with it. I'm... I'm not late. I just, you know, nothing groundbreaking. So that was one. The Art of Grip Tape. Kids Lessons. I mean, that's self-explanatory, but rad. And then here's a cool one. Chris Haslam and Friends Skate Session. That got my attention. I mean, <laughs> notice how it wasn't Chris Haslam Lessons. You know, I can you imagine trying to learn from that guy? It's like, well, here's what you do. And you... So, but that got my attention. Also, deck painting. You know, hey, art. There you go. And get this. Fingerboard competition. Oh, yeah, baby. I want to see footage of that. That would be cool. You know, I remember talking about fingerboard pros way back in episode two. We're talking about episode 39 now. Episode two, I was giving shout-outs to the fingerboard pros. Go give it a listen if you uh, haven't done so yet. But that was cool. It sounds like a fun event. I hope it was a huge success, but I'm going to be keeping an eye out for more of this as well. And let me know if you guys went to this or stumble upon, you know, info. But from their uh, Facebook page, looks like Skate Like a Girl and Vent City's very own Kristen was there. So I'm sure on their next episode or future episode, they're going to be talking about that as well. So I'm going to be looking forward to hearing more about that. Hopefully it was a success. I'd love to hear if you guys went to it and how it was, etc., etc. I appreciate it in advance. So as as I mentioned at the top of this episode, I had all intentions of talking about just Tiago's part, okay? 
I mean, we all know we're right smack in the middle of, you know, Sodi season, as many call it. Things are starting to get a little out of hand, a little fired up. I was like, you know what? Screw it. I might just take the next few months off and just you know, watch some old Hasoi footage or something just to kind of let my blood pressure kind of chill. It's getting insane. And like I mentioned, I haven't even seen Milton's footage yet. I'm going to watch that today. Baker Ford's on its way. I mean, we used to have Encore. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of good stuff. But I'm going to go, I'm going to cover just Tiago's part today because I was not prepared to talk about the whole video. I love the video. It's great. I think there was like one song I was like, eh, it's not a good fit for me. Overall, great skating, great footage. They have got a damn good squad. That team is, yeah, the the future is primitive. And I, I, I feel very confident in saying that. But Tiago's part, it dropped, what was it, on Friday at 8 p.m. Pacific. So, and I watched it probably around 8.30 or so, right around the time my kids went to bed, just so they can enjoy it without distractions. And since then, I mean, I've watched it, you know, a handful of times, you know. And and, and as I mentioned, the whole video's out now, but right in the middle of, uh, well, actually, what was I was going to say, my brain, as I said, was not ready to express my feelings for the whole video. So, it caught me off guard, whatever. But back to Tiago. Like many, the first things that come to mind when you say, like, Tiago's name are Pop and Switch, you know, her Switch game. And I love, and it's crazy for me to say this, I love that he still rocks those baggy pants in 2019. <laughs> I mean, I got caught up in that phase in the 90s. I'm a 36 waist, right? And I think back then I was wearing, like, 42, 44, can't remember what size belt I wore. I didn't do like the shoestring. I never did that. I can't remember. But I always flash back to those days when I see Tiago's footage. He's keeping the memories alive, and it's kind of like a a weird sweet spot. You know, it's a place weird a nice place in our hearts for us, you know, who survive the mid-90s craziness and bagginess and all that debacle. But nevertheless, he can pull it off. He looks good in that outfit. It works for him. It makes him skate well. Much like people was talking about Nija and how he wears like leggings, basically, it works for him. <laughs> how can you knock it? If I could see if Tiago was like, I don't know, man, what's going on with that gear? Dudes just can't skate. He's living in the past, but that's not it. That's not. So keep rocking those DCs. Don't ever change, Tiago. Please don't ever change. I just because you think about it now, I can't even picture him in like picture of uh, him and uh, Nija swapped gear. <laughs> You know, just think about it. It just doesn't work. It Tiago, it works. I mentioned his switch game. I mean, the guy should just probably switch, become regular footed. Or I'm just going to call him regular footed. He's doing so many tricks switch as it is. It'll just help him ditch the whole swango push, right? I mean, that's the thing. Like, you know, a Tiago clip is going to have a lot of swango push pushing. And I let Swango slide, you guys. I know this is the No Mongo podcast, but Swango's, you can't, you can't really avoid him, I guess. I mean, you can, but is it? It's not. Whatever. As long as you do the trick, it's cool. Just make the move, you know, whatever. But all I got to say, man, Switch. Keep in mind, most of the footage that he did film is Switch. The guy is a beast. His Switch heels are ridiculous. His Nolly heels, too. Right at three, uh, 37 minutes and 20 seconds? Come on, man. How do you do that so effortlessly? 
I had to pause and rewind a couple times that, especially that switch variable flip too up those uh, steps. Are you kidding me? Absolutely, are you kidding me, man? So bravo, Tiago, bravo. And you just had to throw in that ender too, just to remind the entire world how much nolly pop you've got, right? I see how it is. I got my eye on you. That was not cool. That was not cool. But it's not just the pop, but your ability to, you know, ride on such uneven surfaces. And I saw that. I saw the camel work. It was a couple seconds of the, you know, right on the bricks. Notice how there was no music. You could hear, hear the challenge of riding over those bricks. They cut the music just to the right experience for, you know, enhance the experience for all of us. But I was not expecting that, you know, up and over like that. Come on, dude. Come on. But go watch it yesterday if you haven't seen it yet. Watch it at lunchtime. It's, you know, the whole video is, what, 46 minutes? It did not feel like 46 minutes. I could have watched four more minutes. Yeah, that would have probably been my max. 50 minutes is, you know, you think about it. The old school skate videos, eh, you know. But, you know, I had a couple of adult beverages. So I'm going to watch it again. You know, probably sober, and I'm gonna feel the same way. Yeah, you won't regret it. If you haven't checked it out, go watch it. And I'm assuming that you're probably gonna watch the Milton Martinez footage as well, like I am, very, very soon. And finally, I think I'm gonna, I am gonna scrap. I had another topic I wanted to talk to you guys about, but I, I wanted to shift. It just, it just, it's dawned on me. I mean, this. <laughs> With all the footage that's out and just the nostalgia and just the feelings, it, it, it actually reminded me of kind of – actually, this segment is going to be influenced by a conversation I had with my kids the other day. And in case you don't, don't know, I have boy-girl twins. They're going to be eight in May. So, I mean, I guess you can call that seven and a half, however you want to word it. But either way, you get my point. But we were coming back from, from somewhere over the weekend and the topic of like the 80s and 90s music or was it technology – or it was something like that that came up. But I can't remember the specifics of the moment. But I do remember telling my kids that I'm actually glad to have been brought up in the era I, era I did. You know, the 80s rocked. You know, I loved the music. Everything was awesome in hindsight. The movies. You know, I got to see the evolution of so many things. And this is what I was telling them, right? Anything from, like, you know, video games to cell phones to skateboarding. Yes, even in the 90s, too. But this is, which is kind of the reason why I wanted to give you like a little bit of insight, you know, why I geek out over, you know, this insane ability that skateboarders have today. You know, it's, and it's all, think about it. And a lot of you can relate. I started off on a green banana board. It was a Veriflex. I think it was, they call them roller derby boards or something like that. It was like, there was no concave, no tail it was just flat flat and skateboarding had already died once or twice you know something like this is the the early 80s and you know and i have no problem speaking for many of you can i do that do you guys give me permission but it is flat out crazy to see what kids can do these days and not just that's just not the old me talking the older me the 44 year old me that's it just it's flat out amazing because never before did i expect to see what is going down today it's total insanity. And a lot of these kids, it's just normal to them. It's just, this is what they do. This is their normal skateboarding day-to-day. 
you know. And a lot of, you know, and, and I'm sure a lot of them, the current generation, they don't, I mean, they know the history, but I don't think they really have an idea of how far it's come. You know, I mean, there are always going to be some skaters out there that do study the OGs or, the, you know, the riders before them. But I bet there's a lot of, a huge percentage of people that have no idea who Gons is or Nottis or Matt Hensley or Ray Barbie. You know, I can list so many riders. Tommy Guerrero. A lot of them know Tony Hawk, of course, yes. But they are skating in 2019 and have accepted the skill level that is required today. And this is not everyone. I'm talking about just the, 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 there's like a small group, small core that have a lot of talent, way too much talent. And that, the Encore video kind of triggered this in me. I'm like, yes, this is insane. Uber, uber, ridiculously talented skaters are, are wickedly. <laughs> it's almost too much. So. And it got me thinking. So when I basically say that I dig a specific video or part or anything, I just want you to know kind of my brain process behind it all. I don't know why I just think it's mind-blowing. And almost sometimes I can't believe it. The Primitive Encore video just did that. And I'm sure the Milton Martinez footage when I do watch it today, which probably going to happen right after I get off the mic, I'm just like, every time, I'm like, how do they do that? How do they do that trick? How? Your brain says, okay, I can do this. And it's insane. So I guess in closing, in wrapping, I'm going to ask you guys, will we ever reach a time when we're going to be bored of the, the content that we are provided from in skateboarding? Will there ever be a point where we've just we've seen it all? We're like, oh, yeah, uh-huh, I've seen that 50 million times. Is it going to get any higher? Will we ever become like numb to the, you know, the insanity that we're currently consuming on a daily basis, multiple times a day, multiple times a week? There's just mind blowing footage. Are we going to get numb to it? Can you imagine that? Just think about that for a minute. I don't know. It's really hard to tell. Every single video, there's something new that I've never even thought would be attainable, accomplished in skateboarding. I don't know. Let me know your thoughts. Nomongo.com. I'll see you guys next week.